Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Robin. We're really excited to go through these books, or through this chapter, and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we're discussing chapter 34 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the Department of Mysteries. Um, first, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to follow along. Love our blog, love wizard team, have a few extra galleons just lying around. Donate to Black Rose Crate. You can become a Patronus or send us a cheering charm at blackrosecrate.org slash donate. We have Wizard Team merch, so you can head over to our website and step up your nerd fashion and stationery game. And if you want to be, or if you want to support us but don't have the funds to do so, you can rate and review us on iTunes, Google Play, wherever your podcasts are found. Also, subscribe to Black Witches Weekly, our newsletter curated by Wizard Bay Deborah with nerd news and links to what's been going on. If you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. You can do that at BlackGirlsCreate.org. And now for Wizard Team news. Hermione Granger and the Quarter Life Crisis is still crowdfunding for season two. Um, so if you have the means, um, please donate to them. They have an Indiegogo campaign happening right now. Speaking um, of... I believe you can find it on their website, HermioneSeries.com. Um, yeah. Yeah. Support them so that we get more amazingness. I mean, we did a live Twitter chat, and I just really need to figure out what's going on with Dez and Laquita, and Laquita just found out. She just got some magic Statue of Secrecy stuff out, and we need to find out what happens. We, we, we need the stories, guys. It's important. Um, so what else? Need? Also, I got paid, so I'm going to make sure that I support that Indiegogo campaign. Um, before I spend all my money on dumb stuff. We have a new Patronus. Another one. Another one. You the best. Well, shout out to Delia for becoming a Patronus, first off. Yes. Before we start thanking people we don't <laughs> Without their name. Now. Without their um, names. Yeah. Um, so, thank you for becoming a Patronus. We appreciate you. You the best. You smart. You loyal. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. That's how we're ending it from now on. Also, we don't really have that much time because I was running late because my job is stupid. But I spent all day doing the M'Baku challenge because I did not eat and had too much caffeine. And so I was hyper as hell. Um, So a bunch of white people got to hear, we are not having it, oh over and over and over again. We have watched from the mountains as your technological advances have been overseen by a child. We don't have a time. We don't have time, but I'm going to do the whole challenge right now anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what just happened. So um, we also have um, a magical birthday. So shout out I don't to... Want you. Um, Remus Lupin, yeah. whose birthday is this Saturday. Yeah. Shout out to Uncle Mooney. Shout out to Uncle and Mooney. His birthday. 
Connie, it's you can talk to Bayana about this. You can wrap yourself in a blanket of fills. It's a it's a Leave happy me day. Alone. So these will be happy fills. This is birthday. We're not talking Have about you met Connie? for what? That makes no sense. We're not doing that. I'm saying it now. Okay. We're not talking about sad shit on Remus Lupin's birthday. Yeah, Connie, it's do you hear happening. this? We're not talking about sad shit. All right. Um. So let's 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 get into the chapter. So previously on Wizard Team, Hermione led Umbridge into the Forbidden Forest, and it was problematic. Okay. So Umbridge decided that she wanted to pop off at the mouth. Um, at the centaurs, I don't know why she thought that was a good idea, but she She did. also brought a shovel so, with her and then um, just kept digging. Like, like she, like, I don't, I just don't understand. Like, she really, like, she read the situation. She understood what was going on, but still. Kept. She just, she couldn't stop. Couldn't stop herself. Um, and so she ended up talking herself into getting attacked and drug away by the centaurs, um, which was a problem, but it happened. And this is just a recap. For more critiques and uh, information, listen to our published works. Um, so you can also... What else happened? Um, Grop showed up and saved the day um, when the centaurs are also about to take Harry and Hermione. So then they got away um, and ran into Ron, Jenny, Luna, and Neville, who escaped from the Slytherins and are ready to go and are like what how are we getting to london what's going on here luna's like we're flying obviously um and so they the thestrals show up um and they're flying that's what's happening but can we also just talk about the fact that luna was like we're flying and then they were all popping off at the mouth like that's not even an option and she's like i don't know why you're still talking to me we're flying and then Four children got on an invisible horse and are just holding on. Six. No. No, three Three of Harry them. Harry and Luna can see what Neville, they're holding on to. Neville can... So can Neville. Oh. Wait, why can Neville? Oh, because it's uncle. I think he saw his, like, yeah. uncle, yeah. His great uncle or something like that. So Neville's fine. Um. So 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 Harry gets on the a Thestral... Neville gets on a Thestral. Luna is sitting side saddle. She's ready. She's like, I've done this before. Let's go. Um, but Ron, Hermione, and Ginny are standing motionless on the spot, open mouth and staring. What? Said Harry. Like, do you just, you forget. Well, how are we supposed to do this though, fam? Two people. But how? And then like, just um, so Ron says, how are we supposed to get to on London? when we can't see the things? And Luna we goes, oh, it's easy. And she slides off her Thestral and uh, goes to help them while Neville and Harry stay on their Thestrals and watch okay. for some reason. Even though there's three and three, they could they could help. Okay, so so Luna helps them on the on their Thestrals. Um, this is mad, Ron said. Mad. If I could just see it, you'd better hope it stays invisible, said Harry darkly. Um, we all ready then? Um, and everyone nods and then harry tells his thestral ministry of magic visitors entrance london uh if you know where to go and then the thestral takes off um i just like i love that lift thestral lift uber thestral thestral uber like mm-hmm. no address and just hope for the best then you know how many times yeah, i've like put in the name of something and then we get there and i'm like where are we at because there's two of those places. 
Thank God there's only one mm-hmm. Ministry of Magic. But. Yeah. I also, Delia is um, in the chat, and she says that she loves this book, but from the last chapter until the end of the book, it's all pain, and I'm not here for it. Kate, thanks. And I just want to say, same, and I think we could just skip this. Well, you know why we can't? Why? Um, one, because we made a commitment and, a, and I mean, this is the whole premise of the chapter, I mean, of the podcast, but also because of what's going to happen in two pages. It's not all pain. <laughs> Just the one part there is, that you there is, there ready is, humor, to laugh at. <laughs> and there is, there is, um, there's intrigue and there's and, pain. and drama and, and there is time. Pain. There are lots of things that are exciting about the end of this chapter of this book. Um, and we're about to get to it. Uh, I rest. So, f- <laughs> um, so, uh, okay, yeah, so the Thestral takes off. Um, Harry did not think he'd ever move so fast. The Thestral streaked over the castle, its wide wings hardly beating. Um, they were over the Hogwarts grounds. They had passed Hogsmeade. Harry could see the mountains and gullies below them. So I'm wondering, like, I know they end up, like, like they arrive <laughs> in London and it's nighttime. Um, but sh- it should still take them a while. Like, is this, it seems like the Thestrals are faster than the Hogwarts Express, which seems. I have one word for you. Weird. Maybe. One word. You ready for it? Magic. Plot. <laughs> Not even magic. Oh. They wasted however much time. And so they need to just get there. And apparently Thestrals can travel through space-time faster yeah, than the speed of light. I, I'm about to pull this up right now. It, I'm it, seems, think, it seems... I think that Hogwarts is probably around Edinburgh, even though I think Hogwarts is in Google Maps, which is just a blatant, flagrant violation of the Statue of Secrecy. Yeah, On the train, like, you know, those they have those bullet, you know, High-speed rail in Europe. Mm-hmm. Um, it's four hours and 18 minutes. Okay. Well, because, like, the Hogwarts Express, they leave at, what? It leaves at it's 11. It's an hour f- flight. And they, usually get to, and they usually get to Hogwarts at about five or six, mm-hmm. maybe. Like, it's dinner time. So that's, like, six hours or so. But they're on, like, an old-school train. But so. magic. So maybe the Hogwarts Express is also high-speed rail. Like it's it's an old but no train. but you just said it would be four hours it's it's more than four hours in the Hogwarts yeah on a on the other the the longest it takes so the shortest amount of time it takes and this is also because of but if I left at eleven a.m. on Tuesday I can get there the longest it would take me is four hours and forty five minutes the shortest it would take me is four hours and seventeen minutes right but but also like this is a that's a High speed mm-hmm. rail. We're in the nineties right mm-hmm. now, and they're like, and maybe, maybe like on a jet, it takes an hour ten minutes. So if you think the Thestrals could fly about as fast as a jet, that's just like not safe. <laughs> and they can't see what their people. They can't even like, see what they're holding on like to. Exposed skin and like oxygen. That's really not safe at all. Well, they're lower. You know, they don't have. They don't need the altitude. But yeah, still but the, the wind, like, how do you breathe if you're going as, f- yeah, like, if you're going that far and you don't have anything <coughs> to, like, cover you, um, 
These are all questions that need answers. So they're somewhere between a train and a jet is how fast they're going. A uh, twilight fell. The sky turned to a light, dusky purple, littered with tiny silver stars, and soon it was only the lights of the Muggle towns that gave them any clue on how far from the ground they were or how very fast they were traveling. Um, how much time had elapsed since he, since Harry had last seen Sirius on the department? Yeah, on the Department of Mysteries floor. How much longer would he be able to resist Voldemort? All Harry knew for sure was that Sirius had neither done as Voldemort wanted nor died, for he was convinced that either the, either outcome would cause him to feel Voldemort's jubilation or fury course through his own course through his own body, making his scar sear as painfully as it had the night Mister Weasley was attacked. Or, or, or. All of this is bullshit. You're still at home. Yeah. And you didn't need to do go this. Go back to school. No one, no one needed to do it. Um, <clears throat> so they flew through the gathering darkness. Harry's face felt stiff and cold. His legs numb from gripping the Thestral side so tightly, but he dared not shift positions lest he slip. And he um, could see the horse. All time, all magical travel sucks. Like, there is no good magical travel. The night bus. Like, it's all, it's all Oh, no, terrible. there's no seatbelts. The night bus is whack. Yeah. <laughs> they don't bolt down no, their chairs. Like, I don't even, on. like, what? Um, For I what reason? I feel like reason? the Hogwarts Express. They, which is not magical. Yeah, but that's not even, <laughs> it's not magical. It's not. They, they took an old school train and said, we're going to use this now. I'm this just assuming that maybe, no, because we decided that the hour that does go in the same speed as the muggle train. So, yeah. Flying car is lit. If you don't run into a whomping willow and you remember the invisibility booster. And if it's not, like, old as hell. Like, it was an old car. Yes. These are, like, they don't have good magical Extendable ministry cars. Well, yeah, but again, that's not magical travel. They're just enhancing muggle like technology which is kind of the same with the Hogwarts Express like if they're just kind of like yeah putting some charms in it helping it along a little bit I don't think that counts versus like their actual yeah it's they need a TARDIS yeah they do need a TARDIS no they don't they don't deserve a TARDIS (laughs) they don't deserve a TARDIS Portia says flu powder is fine as long as you're not Harry open your mouth at the wrong time, Potter. But yeah, but even flu powder dirty. sucks because you get really dizzy. You're like, you got soot everywhere. You like you just tracking ash all around the if house. If you don't write ahead, you, like, get, really you dizzy. get stuck in someone's like closed up fireplace. Yeah, it even flu powder is uncomfortable. Like there's no comfortable porky? form of magical travel. No, movie. let's let's do that. And there's like no, because porky just moving around. And then you have to let go all of a sudden. Like I know you don't have to let go, but then you're like all of a sudden you like slam into the ground. None of these are good. Like like I feel like there's probably a spectrum, right? Like so, like some are less less annoying mm-hmm. or like less bad. I feel like keys and flu powder and like even apparition i feel like apparition is one of those things like when you jump into a cold pool like you get used to it you know like so the more you do right but so that's what i'm saying like on the on they're on like the less like they're not terrible but they're not comfortable and then you have like the night bus or flying on a thestral for however many miles it is um it's like hundreds of miles like why would you do that because your friends for what reason who is not a Dumb. Who wants to be friends with Harry Potter? Not I. Um, <laughs> We've so, dedicated 
dedicated years to this book and you don't even like him. I didn't say I didn't like him. I like he's a character. (laughs) Why would I want to be friends with him? Everywhere he goes, he like he literally like brings trouble with him. I am not about that life. And I know this about myself, and I have known it for quite some time. So we just couldn't be friends. He does his shit over there, I'm gonna be over here. Uh. <laughs> Very important. They start they were descending at last. Um quite suddenly it seemed they were hurt, hurtling toward the pavement. Harry gripped the Thestral with every last ounce of his strength, braced for sudden impact, but the horse touched the dark ground as lightly as a shadow, and Harry slid from his back. Looking around at the street where the overflowing dumpster still stood a short way from the vandalized telephone box, both drained of color in the flat orange glare of the streetlights. Ron landed a short way away and toppled immediately off his Thestral onto the pavement. Never again, he said, struggling to his feet. He made his though to stride away from his special, but unable to see it, collided with his hindquarters and fell, and almost fell over again. Never, ever again. That was the worst. Um, Hermione and Ginny touched down. They slid off a little bit more gracefully, but pretty much had the same expressions. Neville jumped down shaking, and Luna dismounted smoothly. Like the queen she is. Where do- she did not dismount. Yeah, she she like, descended is- upon these peasants, mm-hmm. these plebes. Yeah, she's just like this is my this is a Thursday for right. for me, so I'm chilling. I'm a little peckish. Can we get some food, or is this like an emergency? Emergency? Because I know a good it's, chip. I know yeah. a good fish and chips place around the corner. Right. right. The corner. Let's just stop just by. Stop by. Pop off. Let's go get a curry because I feel like we need to carboload before we go on this suicide mission. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um. Where do we go from here then? She asked. Over there, said Harry. Um, they all go to the telephone box. Ron and Jenny marched in obediently because they're Weasleys. Um, Hermione, Neville, and Luna squashed themselves in after them. And then Harry took one glance back at the Thestrals, who were now foraging for scraps of rotten food because fuck the statute of secrecy. Um, and then got into the box after Luna. I wonder, like, Whoever's- <clears throat> if you're, it's not that late. Never, so I'm like, if you're walking down the street and there's just trash, you just rummage. You better hope. Yeah, there's that. Also, you better hope you've never seen death because that is. But a, do, either way, do you have to be. I think you have to be a wizard. You have to be magical and have seen death. Mm, <laughs> that's you're a muggle. Not you're, you're making like, that up. <laughs> You're, you're making you're, I mean not making that up you're insinuating you're just like guessing, I'm guessing but that's not we don't know for sure yeah no I'm pretty sure it's just if you've seen that I did go to a modern art museum one time and they had this like trash can I love modern art and I hate modern art at the same time and the trash can like every once in a while would just start playing it would just start making music and beats and like and like you would walk by it it's like a motion sensor timer thing and it would just like boom 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 and it was so fucking harry potter mm-hmm. to me and i was like i loved it because i'm a potterhead but i was thinking right. if they put that piece of art on the street like it literally was a trash can with trash overflowing and then you walk by and it starts mm-hmm. like making music and like i would be like this is some demon no shit the yeah. spirits. No. So here's hoping you're not walking past this dilapidated 
What is what does the Ministry of Magic look like? It's underground. It's so you, you don't, don't really, really know. know. You it's just, just have this. It's just a phone, phone box. box. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's nearest the receiver, dial six two four four two. He said, "Ron did it." Um, and then the voice said, "Welcome to the Ministry of Magic. Please state your name and business." Harry Potter, Ron Weasley, Hermione Granger, Ginny Weasley, Neville Longbottom, Luna Lovegood. We're here to save someone unless your ministry can do it first. Thank you. Visitors, please take the badges and attach them to the front of your robes. Um, so then so then Hermione gets the badges and hands them to Harry. And the first, the, what the badge says is Harry Potter rescue mission. It is after hours. And they're letting three teenagers go into the ministry to save someone. No one is notified. No one is alerted. Like, oh, by the way, someone's coming in. They're here to save Eric's someone. Eric Pager is going what? off. Where? In the Ministry of Magic? Like, why are you saying? And then if, say, say someone did hear, get this alert and came through and was like, who are you trying to save? And then, like, serious Black. The fuck? No. No. <laughs> but this is also Even just why, getting into the thing after hours and being like, Harry Potter, some kind of a bell, something should go off. Like, what is Harry Potter doing at the Listen, Ministry? Eric is on call. His pager went off. We gotta hope he's not sleeping. He's on call. So he'll come when he can. But the other great thing about this is that if Harry wasn't a dumbass and Sirius is actually in trouble, somewhere in the Ministry of Magic, there is a name tag that says Voldemort evil shit. And I'm here for it. Evil plan. Like how did, because, like, how else would this work, right? Like, how, how did you get into the Ministry? <laughs> You all have to have a badge. But then my main question <laughs> what is, does the though, badge like, mean? so, so, so fine, you get the badge, but the real thing is, so when it's after hours, you can just walk on in. No one is at the ministry. Like, so they, here, one, let me, let me go, <laughs> let me read some more first. Let me get a little bit down. Um, so, Visitor to the ministry, you are required to submit a search and present your wand for registration at the security desk, which is located at the far end of the atrium. Fine, said Harry loudly. Now can we move? Um, so they go, they sink down into the Ministry of Magic. Harry bends down to see whether anyone is waiting for them in the atrium, but it seemed to be completely empty. The light was dimmer than it had been by day. There were no fires burning under the mantelpieces set into the walls, but he saw as the lift, lift, mm, as the lift slid smoothly to a halt, um, that golden symbols continued to twist uh, sinuously into the dark blue ceiling. The Ministry of Magic wishes you a pleasant evening. Like, how... How is this possible? <laughs> like, everything is shut down. No one is there. The fires are out, which means that flu powder is shut down. You can't get into it that way. How are visitors? Like, not even just ministry officials and people who actually work there. How are visitors able to just get into the ministry? How is that telephone box not locked? after hours it's like the same thing about like how serial killers are usually taxi drivers because no one remembers them and they're kind of invisible it's just I, it's just a complete oversight but that doesn't make sense <laughs> that doesn't make sense how that would be an oversight like i mean how okay, many visitors granted, do you think you are can... coming to the ministry of magic every day yeah hundreds really it's the ministry. It's the government. Like, it's where you go to get shit done, right? Like, you need to I go there. I guess you need to get, like, your flu to, like, fill out. Or right. You need to, like, or, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm sure. 
I'm sure people are coming in and out of there. But aren't most of the mad people coming still, through like, by flu? Should... How many people are coming through that visitor's entrance? I don't necessarily know, but I do know that, like, you already have it accounted for people who, like, you've shut down everything for the people who actually work there, right? Like, who have keys into it. It's It's locked. But any random witch or wizard off the street, if they know how to get into the telephone box and get into the visitor entrance, they could just go. Like, that's not an oversight. That's like, they don't give a fuck about who's in the ministry. They're like, what is security? Why do we even have Eric? We don't even need him. I mean, okay, so... I so wish that this podcast wasn't always a podcast because Bion's face is amazing right now. It's the incredulity of her face. But it just doesn't I don't doesn't compute. I, I'm not This is one of those I don't want to be in the business of defending the ministry because no. But I I just feel like there are like some things where it's like the dumbest, easiest thing is how people like infiltrate. You know, it's like when you watch, I watch a lot of procedurals, guys. So when I was on my MI5 binge, my rewatch of MI5, like so many times they got in pretending to be a waiter or like just walking in through the back door and like walking like they knew what they were going. That's not what this is, though. (laughs) And like into government buildings, even like on elementary, my current procedural binge she walks into a place where they're literally killing people with drones. Like, it is a top secret, like, government-funded whatever. And she walks to the front desk and says, Oh my god, a woman passed out in the bathroom. I'm gonna call the cops, so can you go check on her? The security, the one security person, after hours, runs off to the bathroom, and then she just walks behind. Robin... They're not trying, they're not using any kind of stealth or subterfuge or a lot. They're not, they literally said, we're here to save a person in the ministry. That's what, they didn't say, oh shit, somebody's here. We got to go find Arthur Weasley. And like, no, that doesn't, there's, they didn't try to hide what they're doing. There is no security person to like, to trick. So this is, this is like, this is, this is different. Like, I do understand what you're saying, but that's not what's happening. Because there, there is no place for them to do any of that. And it makes no sense. It's li- it's like, for what you said before about the theft, like, it's for plot. But it doesn't make sense. Or, like, it it's makes very convenient. Because it's following Bayana's rule. No, it's, v- I mean, is, sure, yes. What is it, Bayana's rule or is it Rowling's rule? It's the rule of magic where if it makes sense... It doesn't work in the magical world, or if it's in the magical, if it's in the wizarding world, it doesn't make sense. The opposite of Occam's razor, Bayana's razor. What are we calling it? We need a name. I for don't. It. I don't even it. know. I'm tired. I can't think of names. <laughs> All I know is this doesn't make any sense, and I feel like there should just be a better way to like. So when I wanted to fire Eric, you said I couldn't because he's just one well, guy doing his best. Because it's not Eric's fault. <laughs> Did he create the system? Like, who is hiring these know. people? Why this is, is he not taking fudge. the initiative this to is do on a fudge. security review and go to Fudge and be like, "Hey, who has I know who I'm just has the, front the desk. time when you're one person?" Also, like, how do we know he didn't do this? 
We don't know. We don't know what Eric did and talked. To, you know, true. Fudge is only cared only cares about getting Harry expelled and Dumbledore and Azkaban. He don't give a fuck about Ministry security. Delia says that they went in and said Potter and crew here to wreck shit. Let us in. And the Ministry said, "Welcome to the Ministry. Exactly. Have a wonderful, Have a wonderful <laughs> evening." That's literally what happened. I don't get All it. Right, like, I, and even if like, and my whole thing too is just like. No one is notified. Like, how are you not notified of, like, who's coming into the Ministry of Magic? Like, there's no alarm Well, the funny thing off. about this, though, is that, like, I feel like someone's notified, right? Because eventually Fudge gets there and stuff, and, like, that might happen after they break into the Department of Mysteries. I don't know. But even still, it takes him longer to get to the Ministry from his house in London than it does for the students to get there from... From fucking Hogwarts. Freaking, like, you know how many people got broken to the ministry before Fudge got there? It was at least 25 people. (laughs) So, I don't know what the fuck he's doing. 25 people? He he knew about that fish and chips place around the corner. He went for a takeaway and just felt like, I mean, I'll get there. But these, these, these chips, though. No. He went for a shawarma. He didn't. He did not. He was at home. He didn't give a fuck. It's not his problem. As, okay. Anyway. Um, so they, they get, they step out into the atrium. Come on, said Harry. Um, and they walk toward the desk where the security man who had weighed uh, Harry's wand had sat and which was now deserted because Eric is paid for 40 hours a week. It is after five. He went home. Um, Harry felt sure that there ought to be a security person there, sure that their absence was an ominous sign. It's not ominous. It's just a Tuesday. It's what it is. Um, I mean, in the scheme of Harry's thinking, which we know is flawed as fuck. I mean, he's, he, everything is suspicious right now, so. Yeah. Yeah. He's thinking there's a security guard who's murked. And somewhere <laughs> on this floor, just, just gone. dead. <laughs> like, just Voldemort just was like, I don't have yeah. time. He's literally in his head pouring one out for Eric right now. He's like, oh, Eric, I, w- I wish I would have given you that Hard- photo. Hardly you knew for, ye. Hardly knew yeah. ye. Um, so Harry, they got to the um, elevator or the lift, but um, Harry stabbed the number nine button and the girls closed with a bang and left. Uh, and the lift began to descend, jangling and rattling. Harry had not realized how noisy the lifts were on the on the day he had come with Mr. Weasley. He was sure that the din would raise every security person within the building, if there was a security person in the building, <laughs> which, as we have already figured out, there is not. So... <laughs> wait, I'm so sorry, but Portia is so... He was, wait for it, Voldemort. <laughs> but um. <laughs> <laughs> there is no extra security. There is no security. There is There's no, no security. Security Period. detail. There is none. It that does is not why exist. The, that's why the Order of the Phoenix had the to like, take it upon themselves. The fucking post outside of the Department of Mysteries. <laughs> they were out here camping out. Listen, there have been cut In back. the Ministry of Magic. For months. There have been cut. There, Fudge wanted to lower taxes for the rich. But he didn't make any way to raise revenues. And so with the lower taxes, but no revenue coming in, you know what happens. The school system suffers. 
ministry shortcuts are taken. I mean, and you know what my other question is? Where is the order person who's supposed to be on guard duty? I know it's like, you're not getting paid for this shit. Cut that. But like, isn't that like a thing that's oh, supposed yeah. to be happening? Like, they're not getting paid, right? Obviously. But like, they've been guarding right. the door to the Department of Mysteries since the summer. And just so happens on this day, no one's there. More plot. Awkward. Um, yeah, plot. It's funny doing these close reads, because when you're reading this, like, all the way through, you're, like, in it. You're, like, oh, my God, Absolutely. they're in the ministry. Like, there should be, I agree, Harry, there should be some more <laughs> security guards. Why is this place deserted? It's Whatever. suspicious. Well, but well, once, you, once you realize that people can just operate into the head. atrium, like, then all of a sudden you're, like, well, then what the fuck? Like, there is no security, because then it's all pointless. It's not ominous. It's just it's all moot. Like, I don't. I mean. You're not wrong. It's yeah, it it is what it is. I just am curious about where this order person is. Maybe they were too Voldemort. Uh, <laughs> but we don't but we don't know. Voldemort. We don't know. So they get to the door, um, and then Harry stops and says, okay, listen, maybe a couple of people should stay here as a lookout, um, and how are we going to let you know some when something's coming, um, said Jenny. You could be miles away. We're coming with you, Harry, said Neville. Let's get on with it, said Ron. Um, Harry still didn't want to take them all, but it seemed he had no choice, um, except he could also, his, the choice that he has, it's a very clear one. To turn back around. Maybe go to Grimaud Place. Go like, home. if you don't want to take the Thestrals tonight like, back to Hogwarts. Go to right? Grimaud Like, maybe, Place. maybe you're like, it's late. If we take the Thestrals back to Hogwarts, like, it's going to be a while. Somebody's going to find out about Umbridge. We're going to get, like, expelled or some shit. Let me just lay low at Grimaud Place. I, I, I know how to get there. I've taken the underground from there to here before. So I can just... And back. So, I mean, you know. Let's do that. We'll camp out. I mean... Maybe we'll even see Sirius. And then... They knock on the door and Sirius is like, Harry, my boy, what's up? What the fuck up? you doing in London? Sirius! What happened to school? What's good? And Remus is like, we're taking you home now. And then hashtag dads, hashtag everybody lives. And it's the end <laughs> of, of the book. Also, okay, so the Oscars were on last night. And Gary Oldman won best picture or best actor and i remember during the golden globes i was like serious and then everyone was like robin do you know what you're doing do you know do you know what he is and then i found out about gary oldman and his problematic ass and then last night i was literally like ugh, why are you and then i knew because i knew i was like tomorrow i'm gonna have all these feels but your face is serious in my in my brain. So hashtag cast a new serious black. In our do you know who's gonna be serious black in our remake? You wanna guess? You wanna know? You wanna know? You know who's gonna be? It's gonna be Michael Bay Jordan with them dreads like Killmonger. Killmonger as Michael B. Jordan. 
he doesn't need to black. be. He I mean, need listen. To be, uh, yeah, Killmonger is serious black. Sorry. Sirius is 30 years old. Like, I feel like he doesn't need to be. Oh, yeah, he's 31. Like, if we were doing it now, like, I feel like because the movie's casted, like, the parents and everybody is, like, in their 50s. Meanwhile, they just got out of school, like, 20 years ago. So, I, like, they are. Yeah. Yeah. The math. Well, also, like they're British and like that skin it doesn't age well Chadwick Boseman can play serious because you know what, what <laughs> no one knows it doesn't matter none him and Pharrell <laughs> oh my god it's a, mm-hmm. it's just a guess mm-hmm. they say mm-hmm. 41 okay Anywho. so um they go into so they, the they, they, go, they go or they go yeah they go home mm-hmm. Hashtag dads, hashtag everybody lives. All is well. All is well. Um, so they instead, because we're not in an alternate universe, they uh, he turns Harry turns to face the door and its wings open as he and he marched forward, leading the others over the threshold. They were standing in a large circular room. Everything in here was black, including the floor and ceiling. Identical, unmarked, handleless black doors were set at intervals all around the black walls interspersed with branches of candles whose flames burned blue their cool shimmering light reflected in the shining marble floor so that it looked as though there was a dark water underfoot i know you know we're we're getting really close to the to the chapter that we don't really want to read but i like this chapter a lot um in part in part because of how like ridiculous the ministry of magic is I always like talking about that. But also just because I like the Department of Mysteries and I like that we get to kind of like see parts of it. And like if I was working at the Ministry of Magic, I'd be I would love to be in a you I would totally love to be an be unspeakable. You're you would be an amazing Un- unspeakable. Keeper. I would be fired. Secret keeper is the in. other one. Unspeakable. Right. Yeah. You would be an amazing unspeakable. I would be fired five minutes in. I'd be on wizard. Team Slash being like, yo, they got a pool in here. I'm going swimming. Robin, you can't swim in this pool. Well, I dipped my toe in. Seemed nice. Yeah, yeah. I'll be going home. Don't tell anyone I told you this, but there was a prophecy that came in today, and it was lit, dog. Oh, shoot. Yeah, keep Robin away from the Department of Mysteries. But don't say, but don't tell anyone. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I would just love it, and I feel like I may have said this in the last chapter, or last episode but I don't remember um because it's been a really long week but I I mean I, that was one of the things about like the movies that made me like I was already pissed by the time I got to the Department of Mysteries but I was like holding out for it you know I was like this is all dumb but we're about to get to the Department of Mysteries and it's about to be amazing and then it wasn't and that was frustrating and disappointing and then they gave you the duel and you're that like, doesn't that you. doesn't like I, no, that's not what happened, but it's fine. Harry crawling on the floor like a, like a snake and then being like... Or friendship. I, I'm not going to lie. I use that or line friendship. a lot, but mostly in a mocking way and not in a I like that line way. Mostly just like... Daniel Radcliffe was, he was giving He was trying his very hardest. I do like the little montage of them when they're like, when they're like, look at them when they were 11 and 12 and look at them laughing and they're cute. Like, that was cool. But like, also, you could also just give me a better movie. 
I'd rather have a better movie than that scene, so. So, I mean, why explain things when you could just put it in a montage mm-hmm, and burn mm-hmm. down the borough? Someone shut the door. Duh. Harry muttered. He, regret- he regretted giving this order the moment Neville had obeyed it. Um, as soon as the door closes, the place became so dark that for a moment, the only things they could see were the bunches of, sh- of shivering blue flames on the walls and their glo- ghostly reflections in the floor below. Um, in his dream, Harry had always walked purposefully across the room to the door immediately opposite the entrance and walked on, but there were around a dozen doors here. Well, that's because Voldemort never actually stepped foot in the Department of Mysteries. He was just ruminating on it. So maybe, you know, learn some goddamn occlumency. Um, and so then the circular wall begins to rotate. And it eventually stops. What was that about, whispered Ron. I think it was to stop us knowing which door we came in from, said Ginny. Um, Harry realized at once that she was right. He could no sooner have picked up the picked the exit from the other doors than located an ant upon the jet black floor. Meanwhile, the door through which they needed to go, pre- they sorry, which we mm, through which they needed to proceed could be any of the dozen surrounding them. How are we going to get back out? Said num- said Neville. Well, that doesn't matter now. Said Harry. We don't need to get out till we found Sirius. Don't go calling for him though. Said Hermione. Um... But Harry had never needed her advice less. Which, okay, but like, we wouldn't know that because you've done some really ridiculous, reckless shit in the past 12 hours. So Hermione was like, I don't really know what kind of headspace he's in. Let me just let him know not to go shouting for his godfather. Listen. When we get to a place where Harry does not Mm -hmm. need Hermione's advice I mean you let me know I haven't seen it yet I don't think that place exists no don't I don't either where do we go then Harry said Ron um I don't in the dreams I went through the door at the end of the corridor from the lifts into the dark room that's this one and then I went through another door in a room that kind of glitters we should try a few doors I know I'll know the right way when I see it. Come on. Um, and so. Which is mm-hmm. like, OK, sorry. So I'm a part of Dumbledore's army. I follow Harry on this wild goose chase for his his godfather. We get to the Department of Mysteries. Everything spins out. And I'm like, how do we know how to get out of here? And he's like, that doesn't matter. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. that kind of matters. To me. Because I did go on this dumb mission where I was supposed to face off with Voldemort. But I still need an exit. I mean, that's, you know, extraction plans are very important. And then, very important. And then he says, well, in the (laughs) dreams, there's a glittery room. Mm -hmm. And that is when I'm like, oh, you know what? I think I've been smoking something. And thought that this made sense. I'm going to take my black ass home. Or better yet, I I'm going to sit here in this I room. I mean, you know who's not on this, on this trip? You know who didn't Someone will find trip? me. Dean Thomas. Dean. Well, I mean, there's numerous I mean, but it all Thomas started. Come on this trip. If he hadn't, if he had gone on that the duel. Main one. Right. So. He took his black ass to bed. 
salute salute to him. He knew. I don't want to be friends with Harry Potter. We can be roommates, acquaintances, even. I will root for him on the Quidditch field. <laughs> I let him borrow. I let him borrow my my Western right. blanket when he gets cold sometimes. So, but I don't see not one. Chilly. Not one <laughs> Dean Thomas. Nowhere. He's throwing a party because he finishes yeah. OWLs like a regular student. He said, I'm finishing my he magical education them, and I'm excited about that. So, My parents don't know nothing about no deaths at Hogwarts because mm-hmm. I ain't dumb enough to tell them. My parents don't know nothing about no death eaters. My parents don't know nothing about no dark lords. And I'm not about to put myself in a situation mm-hmm. where I need to explain that. Because my mama is black. And I am, I value my life. I value my freedom. Mm-hmm. I value All my future. All these things. All of these things. Monty says he don't see Dean, Angelina, Lee, mm-hmm. not Nan, one of them. And I'm still stuck on, bitch, you said in the dream, there's a glittery door. So... I mean, I've been on a bit of a, I've, I've been smoking something. I'm not sure what. Someone slipped something into my pumpkin juice or something that I went, I got even got this far with you. But as soon as you said, in the dream, there was a glittery door. in the magical world. And for some reason, that seems legit to them. Okay, yeah, yeah. So... Uh, they go into the, they go into one, they open the door for, into one room, um, where lamps hang low on gold chains from the ceiling. It gives the impression that, um, the room is much brighter, though there was no glittering, shimmering lights, um, that Harry had seen in his dream. The place was quite empty except for a few desks, and in the middle of the room, an enormous glass tank of deep green water, big enough for all of them to swim in, which contained a number of pearly liquid sorry of pearly white objects that were drifting around lazily in the liquid what are those things whispered ron dunno said harry are they fish aquavarius maggots said luna excitedly dad said the ministry were breeding no said hermione she sounded odd their brains brains yes i wonder what they're doing with them um so so i want to stop you there because you read ron's line wrong ron said what are those <laughs> um okay so so i do want to um say so two there's... things well actually yeah two things two things um so things. one of the things right okay. is that like so each room that they go into um as we'll see like has desks in them so could you imagine like first of all they're studying thoughts um no. so like that's one of the mysteries so, like, as you go to different rooms, it's a different mystery that's being studied. Um, and so this one is, like, brains and, like, thoughts and stuff, which is kind of cool. So, like, it's kind of weird because you're, like... Is it? Not, what do you mean? Is it? Is it cool? I feel like you could study brains and thoughts without sitting no, in a room where they're in a No, they're in a, they're in a like tank. They're not hanging. There I are just, actual lamps, and then there's tanks. Well, in a tank... Like a like a like a fish. I don't. Just, well, then I just don't we already we already determined that you would not be working in the department as a part of, of the decor. So it's fine. You can go this hang out in the department of magical t- catastrophes or games and sports or something. 
with the boring, regular, magical folk. I'm being an unspeakable. I really want... And we may have said this before. We should make a TV show called The Unspeakables. It could be like Doctor Who mixed with... Yeah, or something. No, not mixed with Hit Hit Wizards. I'm trying to think of another show. I want a magical procedural so bad. Listen, I've watched so many hours of good procedural television. If A, then B, then C. End. Mystery. Misdirect. You think you got it. You were wrong. Then you finally get it. End. My show would be way more complicated than that. I'm ready. Sign me up, coach. For the for the unspeakables no. for the Department of Mysteries. See, this is what happens. Listen to you, Shonda. I didn't, Shonda started I didn't out say I was starting out. I have no intention of doing a Department of Mysteries show that's a procedural. We're we're talking about time and thoughts and 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 like these huge mysteries. We are delving deep. You're trying to make an. You're trying to make a Department of Mysteries fringe. I don't know what I'm that saying, means, but that's fine. Like, that's all fine and dandy. No. But you never watch Fringe? Wow. You should do that. Okay. That's, a, that's a show after okay. your own heart. Shit is weird. After no I reason. finish watching Naruto. Anyway. <sighs> I have like two more seasons left. I'm almost done. And then, and then after that, I have to catch up on baruto so good job i've gone through two seasons of elementary in a week i mean you know how many naruto episodes there are no naruto is nine seasons 22 episodes i mean 22 minute episodes but there are 52 episodes 52 to like 55 episodes per season so i've been doing that since january because it's a lot of fucking television okay moving on um so that was mystery number one. But also Amani says okay. you need to watch Fringe asapsually. I will add it to my very so. long list of things I need to watch. Um, yeah. So that was mystery number one. Get on it. Is thoughts. Just, I'm keeping tabs. And the fact that they are all still going with him. You mean to tell me we just opened a door in which there are brains in a tank and none of y'all decided that's my cue. I'm calling my no, mama. Because they're- I'll take the L. Time to go. They're magical children and they're curious and they're here on a rescue mission. They're all Gryffindors except for Luna. Disappointed in Luna. I know what she's thinking. She's thinking, this is going to be great in my memoirs. Because I think that all the time. (laughs) This is not going to end well, but the story is going to be lit. Um... Okay, so they they leave they leave this room, or well no. So Harry says, "Let's get out of here. This isn't right. We need to try another door." Um, there are doors here too," said Ron. And Harry's heart sank. How big was this place? And I'll, now I'm really curious about. Um, so like, well, mm, I'm trying to think if I want to table this or not. I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce it now, and then I'll. Yeah, circle back. So I'm curious if these doors, right, are kind of like, I think of it as like folders. So like on my desktop, I actually don't have a folder on my desktop because Google Drive started 
like I got a new computer and Google Drive decided that they don't do the desktop thing anymore. But within my Google Drive, I have folders and then in those folders I have more folders and then in those folders I have more like just categories of things right so then I'm wondering if if the department of mysteries is like folders within folders so like these doors are like related to what they're studying in the main room but they're like offshoots of them and then if there are even more doors within there then it's like offshoots of those things that would be really awesome just thinking organizing a department of mysteries So, Bayana's an unspeakable. Um, Moving on. <laughs> but I also do that. I have spent a lot of time today, even, making me late, rearranging uh, my company's Google Drive to make some sort of sense because they gave me another task. I mean, in which yeah, I mean, it's the, like, because I get really, anyway. like, it confuses me. Or, yeah, I just get easily confused when there's just, like, hella stuff on my desktop, so it's better if it's all in one. Just click on one folder, and then in that folder is four folders. Someone wanted me to download videos that I'm not editing. I'm not using, like, but I need to download them and send them to him. And I politely declined that. But I did allow that I would make a folder which he could drop videos and I would send him the link mm-hmm. to those folders. No. That was our middle meeting ground. Um, okay. So they they go back into the main room um, and before Luna closes the door, Hermione uh, points her wand at it and and says flog, flograte or flograte? I don't know. I've never said that word out loud. That word out loud. Flograte. Weird. Flagrante. It's Latin. Flagrante. Okay, anyway. um, She drew her wand in in midair and a fiery X appeared on the door. Um, The door closed and then they start spinning again. again. Um, Can you imagine how pissed... The unspeakables are going to be... Well, no, I think they wear off. It wears off. And these children have just graffiti... Pretty fast, because I'm pretty sure... But how fast? No, it's pretty fast, because it Marietta Edgecombe's thing is supposed to wear off as well. Yeah, it's like a temporary kind of thing. Okay. Um, So, then they... Good thinking, said Harry. Which is all Hermione does! Is think good because you are not capable. You don't have the range. And every time you have some smart ass shit to say about how you don't need her advice and you ain't listening to her. And then she does something to save you time and effort and you like <laughs> good thinking. Yeah, bitch. You know what else is good thinking? Going to Grandma's place. Calling serious. Opening your goddamn Christmas present would be good thinking. Dumbass. Stupid ass. So they go into another, um, they go through another door. Um, This room was larger than the last, dimly lit and rectangular. The center of it was sunken, forming a great stone pit some 20 feet below them. They were standing on the topmost tier of what seemed to be stone benches, running all around the room and descending in steep uh, steps like an amphitheater. There was a raised stone dais on the center, sorry, in the center of the lower floor. And upon this dais stood a 
a stone archway that looked so ancient, cracked and crumbling, that Harry was amazed the thing was still standing. Um, So this is mystery number two. And I want to say it's death. So. Yeah. Um, so Harry thinks he hears voices behind the, um, there's like a veil, um, that's in the archway. Um, and Harry, yeah. Um, who's there? Said Harry. Oh, Careful, whispered Hermione. Um, the Harry scrambles down the benches one by one until he reached the stone bottom of the second pit. Um, and then he walks slowly toward the dais. The veil swayed gently as though somebody had just passed through it. Serious, he spoke again. He had the strangest feeling that there was someone standing right behind, right behind the veil on the other side of the archway, but there's nothing on the other side. Let's go, called Hermione. This isn't right. Harry, come on, let's go. Could you imagine in the if veil? Harry fucking Potter stuck his fucking face in another piece of <laughs> unknown magic and killed his full self? It but would like, be inconsistent. Beautiful. Is like, it inconsistent with his entire... You want mm-hmm. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is how this, sh- this, is how this book should have ended. With Harry Potter sticking his face into something else he doesn't understand and dying. Mm-hmm. He could come back because the whole Horcrux thing. Spoiler! But still. Then he learned not to, to stop fucking sticking his I face mean, in things. You know, it's it's not... It's unfortunate for him that he is like this. So Harry felt a very strong inclination to climb up to the dais and walk through it. Harry, let's go, okay? Okay, he said, but he didn't move. There was faint whispering, murmuring noises coming from the other side of the veil. What are you saying, he said very loudly. Nobody's talking, Harry, said Hermione. Someone's whispering behind there. Is that you, Ron? I'm here, mate, said Ron. Can't anyone else hear it? I can hear them too, breathed Luna. There are people in there. What do you mean in there, demanded Hermione. There isn't any in there. It's just an archway. There's no room for anybody to be there. Harry, stop it. Come away. Harry, we are supposed to be here for serious. Serious, Harry repeated. Yeah. And then something slid back into place in his brain. Serious, captured, bound, and tortured, and he was staring at this archway. He took several paces back and wrenched his eyes from the veil. Let's go. That's what I've been trying to... Well, come on then, said Hermione. Like, Hermione doesn't even want to be here, and and y'all are over here dawdling. Just come on. She's like, you are wasting my time. Come on. I just came to prove a point Mm -hmm. that I'm always right. And then I want to get out of here. Because I, though I may be expelled, I'm already working up a very good defense and argument to be let back into Hogwarts. But if I get caught Mm -hmm. in the ministry... Um, on the other side, Jenny and Neville really were staring, did. apparently in trance, at the veil, too. On of so, box. one of my things, like, I was assuming, you know, because Luna hears it, Neville hears it, I was like, is this another, like, scene death type thing? But then Jenny also hears it, and so then I wonder if it's more, like, if you've been through... No, he doesn't. Mm-mm. Ron is so, a true, I um, So then I'm wondering if it's, he like, says, a... Oh, he doesn't. Like, you've been through, or, like, yeah, like, you've been through, like, a certain level of trauma... Because I think that's the only way that, like, Ginny could fit, you know what I mean? Like, I think that, like, because of the um, Chamber of Secrets and stuff, 
I think it has, I think it, I think it has a pool. Yeah, that's like what I mean. It pools people that have been through trauma. Because you have that little bit of, like, depression or something in there to, like, because you've been through that, that, that mm-hmm. thought of, like, death would be better <laughs> than this type of situation. And so if you haven't had that feeling, it's not right. as intriguing to you. It's just a veil. But that's also because, like, you see with, like, Hermione and Ron in different ways that they... They don't, they want, like, like, Ron wants more recognition, or Ron wants more, but he doesn't have any need or desire to, like, escape where he is. And the same thing with Hermione, like, they don't have any, they, they've never had, like, the, the mm-hmm. feeling of wanting to escape a place, um, or a situation, right. and everyone else exactly. has. Um, so, yeah, so that was, that was what I was thinking about about that moment um so then they they go back they leave um what do you reckon that arch was said harry i don't know but whatever it was it was dangerous um so then they close close and mark that door um the wall spun again uh harry approached another door and pushed it did not move what's wrong said harry i mean sorry said hermione it's locked this is it then isn't it bound to be get out of the way said hermione Alohomora, nothing happened. So this is mystery number three, and I don't, and like we don't know what it is. Um, I feel like Dumbledore might mention something about it in his long Dumbly explaining um, chapter. Oh no, you Ooh. know what it is? It's love. I mm. now need my pen so that I can fix it. I don't have one near me, and that's gonna bother me. Um, yeah, it's love. It's love. It's love. I remember. You can listen to this and then go back tomorrow and write it down. Yeah, after, probably not, but I'll find it. I'll, I'll remember later. I'll, I'll remember after this, probably. Um, mystery number three is love. That's what it is. I, Which is interesting that it's locked away, right? And, like, you can't get into it. But, like, I guess the point is that it's so powerful that you just kind of mm-hmm. have to leave it. But then also, like, the fact that there's some kind of, like, physical manifestation of it in this room that you then have to lock away is really interesting. I also wondered, and this is, you know, that they've never felt romantic love and they've never felt like they've, you you feel like love for your parents, right? But like every, like parents always say like the love that a parent feels for a child. Oh, so are you saying that maybe it doesn't open for certain people? You know? Yeah, like, you have to get to this, like, point of, like, I don't, this is going to sound bad, but, like, this, like, boundless, endless, self-sacrificing love that I think, like, in, they, they have, and for some people, like, I know that they love, like, Harry, Ron, and Hermione love each other. Ron loves Ginny. Ron loves his parents, right? Like, that's, I'm not, like, second-guessing that, but there is, they haven't reached that point of either maturity or understanding of what that the depth of that actually means so maybe that's why i always just i I always just thought so so the the thing is 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 that like when dumbledore mentions it um i'm gonna just go ahead because it'll just make it easier um dumbledore mentions it as being locked like it's not something that some people can get into okay so Dumbledore says, um, and this is on 843, 
Also, we're going to read this in like two weeks, but still. Um, there is a room in the Department of Mysteries that is kept mm-hmm. locked at all times. It contains a force that is at once more wonderful and more terrible than death, than human intelligence, than forces of nature. It is also perhaps the most mysterious of the many subjects for the stu- for study that reside there. It is the power that held. It is the power held within the room that you possess in such quantities, um, and with which Voldemort has not at all. That power um, took you to save Sirius tonight. That power also saved you from possession by Voldemort because he could not bear to reside in a vo- in a body so full of force he detests. Um, in the end, it mattered not that you could not close your mind. It was your heart that saved you. Um, I wonder, though, because I feel like... I was just thinking about this when you were reading that passage. So did the unspeakables who studied love figure it out and then figure it was too dangerous and then locked it like how did it get in there how did you get a physical manifestation of it like is that room empty and it's just like a big room well well i mean and this is why i'm (laughs) and this is why i'm going to approach warner brothers and jk rowling and be like so let's talk about these unspeakables and what it is they do because i think that like it that that's a whole that mythology and whatever that like i'm sure was not fully thought of um but i think there's something to be said about it being like so powerful that's not really something that can be studied and it's not something that can be understood but it is a mystery right like you're into the department of mysteries and there but are some things I feel like it's that you study like, and try to like unravel and there's some things that you just walk away and you're like we're not gonna touch because how do you get a physical manifestation of something that you can't understand or control i'm sure they have a bunch of ho- in there I mean, yeah, up? and but I think that that's also part of it, though, right? Uh, or, or there are maybe maybe there's some kind of like backstory where they really tried to study love, and then it like did not go well, um, and they had to lock that shit away. Or maybe there's like because it's magical, there probably there can't be if there's a way it's an to like of love. Make it obscure. Do you think Lily turned into a, a love obscure? Like, you know what I mean? Like I think they wow. could figure it out. Or or then, it's just. or it's or it's it's a it's more of the like it's more of what Dumbledore is saying right than what like what it actually is so maybe it is just an empty room but it's like one of those things I feel like it may have been done in some like show or some it's been done before where it's like here's all these things and this is what it represents and you open it and it's empty and you're like well then what the fuck we just was a lie the whole time and they're like no it's just what you feel in your heart you know what I mean like it's not so it, it I could go whatever way, way and I think it would be interesting. And um, somebody write that fanfic. Instead of it being dark and <laughs> twisted, it like smells like flowers and it's like okay. pretty mist. Um, so yeah, and, mystery like, number three. Because it's so beautiful, it blinds you. And you don't do anything because you just want to bask in its warmth. And that's how it kills you. It takes away all of your motivations. And you're just like, I just want to stay here forever and be around this love obscurial. And then you die because you forgot to eat. Oh, oh. Alrighty then. Um, so Harry pulls out Sirius's knife and tries to open it that way. Um, instead he melts the knife. So shout out to him misusing his Sirius's gifts 
All of the gifts. Um, right. We're leaving that room, said Hermione decisively. But what if that's the one, said Ron. It can't be. Harry could get through all the doors in his dream, said Hermione. You know what could be in there, said Luna. Something blithering, or blibbering, no doubt, said Hermione under her breath. And Neville gave a nervous like, little laugh. Luna is here risking her life and um, just ignoring and cracking jokes. Okay, fine. I mean... Whatever Luna was going to say would pro- was probably bl- blibbering. Amani says so. that Harry ruins one present and ignores the other, a terrible godson. And then Portia says, Love Obscurial sounds like a song from a wizard R&B singer. So we're going to make a wizard and blues track called Love Obscurial. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, and there's going to be a break so where it's like, hey, baby, go- my love for you will always be true. Mm-hmm, that's right. Because there is no me without you. You made me a love obscurial. Your love nice. is so mercurial. Yeesh. I'll work on it. But there's got to be a breakdown in okay, the Okay, yeah. With a deep you, voice. You do that. So pushes open the next door. This is it. He knew it once by the beautiful dancing diamond sparkling light. As Harry's eyes became more accustomed to the brilliant glare, he saw clocks gleaming from every surface, large and small grandfather and carriage hanging in spaces between the bookcases or standing on desks ranging the length of the room so that a busy, relentless ticking filled the place like thousands of minuscule marching footsteps. The source of the dancing diamond bright light was a towering crystal bell jar that stood at the far end of the room. Mystery number four is time. Let's go. It's lit. I love the Department of Mysteries so much. And I wish we were here under better circumstances. And we never get to go back. This is just freaking fascinating. Um... So this way, Harry's heart was pumping frantically now that he knew they were on the right track. Um, Oh, look, said Jenny, as they drew nearer, um, pointing to the very heart of the bell jar. Drifting along in the sparkling current inside was a tiny jewel-bright egg. As it rose in the jar, it cracked open and a hummingbird emerged, which was carried to the very top of the jar. But but as it fell on on the draft, its feathers became bedraggled and... Or bedraggled... and damp again um i was just like why did i say it like that i don't know <laughs> i was like it was i said wrong. it and was like that I went to, um, makes no sense I, this is that reminds um, me this is a quick tangent um i was with my brother and his like college friends when i was in high school or whatever and i was trying to be cool and we we're in like miami ohio and i'm like walking by and i'm reading a sign and it's, i'm all cds tapes dvds records records and then i was like oh records Oh, oops. And I was not cool after that. I was, I mean, I probably was not cool before then, but I definitely <laughs> had a bunch of college kids laughing at me. I didn't feel good. Sorry about onomatopoeias, that. Onomatopoeias, you know what I mean? We all do it. Yeah. Is yeah. that an onomatopoeia? Um, so. Okay. No, it's not, but it's okay. Moving on. <laughs> Move on. Um, by the time it had been born back into the bottom of the jar, it had been enclosed once more in its egg. Keep going, said Harry sharply, because Jenny had shown signs of wanting to stop and watch the egg's 
the eggs progress back into a bird. You dawdled long enough by that old arch, she said crossly. Jenny does him not the take to the your only door shit no matter it. what the circumstance. No. She's like, hey, I'm mm-hmm. here for you. I'm here in the Department of Mysteries. But what you will not do is get cute. Because I'm going to tell you about yourself. Mm-hmm. Make book Jenny movie um, Jenny 1995. Yeah. 2007, in fact. Um, this is it, Harry said again. It's through here. Um, so he goes, it's the only door behind it. There may be other, other doors in this room, but um, this is the one that Harry, like, Harry knows this is the right room. Um, so then they go in. They were there. They had found the place, high as a church and full of nothing but towering shelves covered in small, dusty glass orbs. So this is mystery four and a half. Future. Like 4.5. Um, because again, it's the, I'm bringing it circles. It's the little folders. (laughs) So within time, within the time, like mystery and like subset of the department of mysteries, prophecy is like fortune teller part of that. And so that's like its own. Yeah. And like the future and that kind of thing. And, um, that is kind of its own mystery part. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes, and I'm sure like there's one about the past. I know there's time turners in there, and that's where you get time turners from. I know there's like lots of other things in there as well. But yeah, this is one of one of them. Prophecy. So um, you said it was row ninety seven. Whispered Hermione. Yeah, they were at uh, fifty three. We need to go right. I think. Whispered Hermione. Yes, that's fifty four. Keep your wands out. Shout out to Hermione um, for not so having prepped. to do what I always do, which is walk one way and then go. Oh nope, and then turn around and go the other way. Let mm-hmm. me just look. She said, let me, let me just look. Let I can't look. see, so that's Check. my... Um, and then I'm walking street so yeah, walks and, and in the Bay, they just don't believe in, like, mm-hmm. street signs. And there are no... Yes, true. it is. There, when you're walking, you can go whole intersections and not know which street. Because they'll only have it on one. They won't have it on every corner. I don't think that's... Um... No. It's true. It's worse in San Francisco when you have to actually look down. No, I'm not saying down, it's not true. I'm saying they... it's not a... I'm not saying it's not true. I'm saying it's not an exclusively Bay Area thing because I just had a similar thing happen to me in Chicago. Sure. Like Stupid cities ago. where you are walking and you're like, what yeah. street is this? Yeah. How am I... The little... It's definitely the thing that happens and it makes no street, sense. And I'm supposed to be able to read that bullshit? I mean, remember when we were in London and all the signs, they're on if the there building. were any, were on the building. <laughs> they don't have, yeah, they're on the building. <laughs> that shit was, it's like, the fuck, and where like, are we? I can't, I, I won't know if I got there until I'm literally there, because I have to walk and look at every mm-hmm. wall or building. Mm-hmm. And then when we were in Ireland and they kept telling us how many kilometers away we were from something. Like, why did Google change the minute we got to a different country? You know how in America you haven't bought the phone means. in America. The fuck is a kilometer? I don't know. How far am I? Please tell me in a language that I, I understand. Was, I had to go to work and Brad is like, how far away are you? And I'd be like, three kilometers. I don't know what the fuck that means. I'll get there and I'll let you know when I'm close. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Like what? What? Uh, 
Like, I don't get, like, why would your phone do that? Like, why are you betraying me? I'm clearly not in my element. I've never been here before. The, the one thing that AI could do is be like, you know what? She's Isn't, American. Yeah. Let's not change the metric system willy-nilly. Why would we do that? Can't even do that right. Disrespect. Um... Okay, keep your wands out, said Harry. They crept forward, um, looking down the shelves. They passed 84, 85. Harry was listening hard for the slightest sound of movement, movement, but Sirius might be gagged now or else unconscious. Or, said an unbidden voice, he might already be dead. I'd have felt it, he said. He told himself. I'd already know. 97, whispered Hermione. They stood grouped around the edge of the row, gazing down the alley beside it. There was nobody there. Oh, guess what? He's right down at the end, said yeah. Harry. You can't see properly from here. Really, he could have said, all right, let's go home. Sorry, guys. My bad. Let's go to Grimald Place. Let's do that. He should be near here, whispered Harry. Anywhere here. Really close. I love that. Harry said, said, or he might be in his robe at home relaxing, which is probably what he's doing. I mean, you know. Reading a book. Right. Yelling at his mama. Chilling. Mm Mm-hmm. Portia said, minding his own serious black business. <laughs> you mean Stubby Borgman. <laughs> um, he, so Harry said Hermione tentatively, somewhere about here, he said. They had reached the end of the row and emerged into more dim candlelight. There was nobody there at all. All was echoing dusty silence. He might be, Harry whispered, or maybe Harry said Hermione again. What? He snarled. I don't think Sirius is here. Why are you snarling at Nobody her? Nobody spoke. She been telling you like for hours since since y'all were since at Hogwarts. Jump. Her saying like this doesn't make sense. He's you probably made her, not there. Let's you talk made to her an adult. Break into Umbridge's office. Lie to Umbridge. Offend centaurs. Fly on an invisible horse that she could not see for miles. Put on an embarrassing badge that said Hermione Granger Rescue Mission. Go through doors, including brains and death veils, and then you make her walk down the aisle. She sit, she, she, she directs you to the aisle. You make her walk all the way down the aisle, and she's saying, I don't see nothing. And then you snarl at her? I wish a motherfucker would. What? He snarls. Bitch, ain't nobody here. We done walked down this whole aisle. It is undisturbed. Pristine. Serious black ass is not here. And guess what? I done told you that hours ago. It didn't make no mm-hmm. good goddamn so let's sense. now. Let's go home. We can, if, you, if it makes you feel better, we'll go to Grandma we'll place. Regroup. We can check in with Sirius. I'm going to make we'll sure he's there. Thestrals. And then we're leaving. If we can find them again, because I don't know right they probably left they probably went back to hogwarts like right. why the fuck am i here eating trash for what they're like because you um, know uber thestral they only go one way you gotta call another one to go back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um no one spoke harry did not want to look at any of them he felt sick he did not understand why Sirius oh, was really? not here he had been here or he had to be here this was where he harry had seen him there was and so he keeps he looks down other rows there was no sign of Sirius anywhere, nor nor any hint of a struggle. Harry, Ron called. What? 
He did not want to hear what Ron had to say, did not want to hear Ron tell him he had been stupid or suggest they go back to Hogwarts. Have you seen this? said Ron. What? said Harry, but eagerly this time it had to be a sign that Sirius had been there, a clue. He strode back to where they were all standing, a little way down row 97, but found nothing except Ron staring at one of the dusty glass spheres on the shelves. What? It's got your name on, said Ron. Harry moved closer. My name? He stepped forward um, and craned his neck to look at the yellowish label affixed to the shelf right beneath the dusty glass ball. Um, And it was written, in spidery writing, was written a date of some 16 years previously. And below that, SPT to APWBD, Dark Lord, and question mark, Harry Potter. A- so SPT is Trelawney. B. They literally put every damn initial. Every initial. Albus Percival Wolfric Brian Dumbledore. Um. Also, I just have a question about like how prophecies are made, and like, do they just appear in the Department of Mysteries? Like, how do you know what I mean? Like, how do they like, and then how do they like? do they appear or like manifest themselves into like a crystal ball and then drop themselves on a shelf? Like how, and you know what I mean? Cause it feels like these are all organized in a certain way. And obviously the only people who heard that or like who were there were Trelawney and Dumbledore. Um, I wonder if Dumbledore like, had to like report that he heard a prophecy, heard a prophecy. Yeah. I'm curious then, about like that report, system. And then also like, makes, cause you do a pensive thing, like, take his memory of and then put it in the crystal and shelve it. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, that's possible. Cuz I wonder if um Trelawney's And then I, and then it's it's cool too that like earlier the about say sorry I say, say it I wonder again? if Trelawney's prophecy earlier about um oh, about, about Peter uh, coming back serious and or or it going yeah. down at midnight. Um, yeah, I wonder if that's there and like where that would be. It'd probably be later on because this is like 16 years is like row 97. Um, although maybe it's not organized by date. That's also possible. Who the fuck knows how it's, it's organized. organized. by emotion. Um, mm-hmm. um, and then there's a question mark before Harry Potter, which is like shows that they didn't know who it was about until D- Voldemort took it upon himself to go and kill all of the Potters. And Are then you they were saying like, oh, well, we know. Voldemort? fulfilled a prophecy by himself mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. self-fulfilled he in the in the in the way that in the way that um well what happened in the end of president Rasband wasn't really harry's fault to be honest that was that was uh peter i mean ron got drunk under, it drunk was a under that tree by a dog fault. so that was really serious he was under stress but he should have took his potion bam no, mm-mm. well, no, no, well, yeah, but I mean, like, it was, I mean, like, the, the catalyst yeah. for it all, right? Like, they went down to Hagrid's, and then they were, like, right. it was the Marauders. It was Sirius, Remus, Peter, they share. They all share fault. <laughs> they share that equally. Um, so, Harry stared at it. What is it? Ron asked. What's your name doing on there? Um, I'm not here, said Ron, sounding perplexed. None of the rest of us are here. Harry, I don't think you should touch it," said Hermione listen sharply. To "Listen to Hermione. Hermione. How? Just listen. This to goes Hermione. on to your count, by the way. There should be two counts, actually. Yeah. There should be a she saved his life, and she attempted to save him, but he didn't fucking listen. 
and he was hoisted by his own petard. Mm. That count might be too it's much. Just... The listen yeah. to her mind. We're just gonna count. do saving lives, but I it's gonna take some time, and not really some time. Just well, it's gonna take some time that I don't to reread have right the now, books. Is yeah. really what it is. I mean, I may not have to reread them. I just have to skim them, but I just it's gonna yeah. take some time. Um. So, why not, said Harry. It has something to do with me, isn't it? Don't, Harry, said Neville suddenly. It's got my name on, said Harry. Like, dude, really? And feeling slightly reckless, because we all know that when Harry feels slightly reckless, he makes the best decisions for himself and everyone around him. I mean, listen. I have not, I have yet to see a moment in this chapter... This whole book, but this chapter alone, I've yet to see a moment where Harry has made a poor decision or steered them wrong. Mm-hmm. Just one good decision after another. Just logical. Oh, yeah. Well thought out, planned. So, all contingencies accounted for. Mm-hmm. So he grabs, he grabs the dusty ball. He expected it to feel cold, but it did not. On the contrary, it felt as though it had been lying in the sun for hours, as though the glow of light within was warming it. Nothing whatsoever happened. The others moved in closer around Harry, gazing at the orb as he brushed it free of the clogging dust. And then, from right behind him, a drawling voice said, Very good, Potter. Now turn around, nice and slowly, and give that to me. And, yeah, we don't get to explore the Department of Mysteries anymore, so that sucks. Um, guess what? Chicken butt. Ah, she said chicken butt! Okay, um, Aminata's not even here, so that was doing a lot. I yeah, yeah, want to tenure my resignation from Wither Team. Uh, effective. <laughs> sure. It's my one week notice. I might come back in... A few weeks, but next week for sure. Nah, son. Mm, okay, sure. Who was your MVP? Hermione, motherfucking Granger. I mean, she marked the doors because she she's the only one. Like she's in this situation that she doesn't want to be in, and she's already told everyone this is a terrible idea. But now she's here, and she's like, "Well, I'm gonna make the best of it. Make sure I get my folks back alive." Um, if possible, and not arrested by the ministry. We're here for one reason and one reason only. Let's stay focused. Let's get in, get out, get our stuff together. Luda wants to get that takeaway before we head back to Hogwarts, so let's try to, you know, do this fast. We are on a schedule. Right. Try to get some curry. So, so shout out to Hermione. What about you? Same. And, you know, a piece of me for a second wanted a piece of me for a second wanted to um, make Ginny my MVP, but I was like that was just one moment in like a larger chapter of Hermione just like speaking truth to power, calling calling mm-hmm. things out, making sure that people are staying focused and on task, and trying to like you said make the best out of a crappy situation that she did not want to be in, mm-hmm. but knew that if she did not. Put herself in this crappy situation they'd all be dead like yep. harry wasn't not going to do it what what a burden you know 
just you know what though it's like it's, it's up to you and only you to keep your friends alive but like that is like they do actual like sibling that's is like this is the thing about like the harry hermione shippers i don't get it's like that is actually some like sibling love of like i guess we in this yeah we both don't get an ass whooping Mm-hmm. But I'll make at least make sure the ass whooping is better than death. Because you are looking determined to be dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so Portia made Sirius her MVP for minding his own serious black yes! business. Yes! Can I make Sirius um, my MVP you, too? You are I mean do what you want, but you already made your decision and you had a reason but for Sirius it. But Sirius is in second place and vote. I'm trying to get him to win this book and we don't have that much time left. That's not going to happen, but okay. Um, MVP is Hermione. For, uh, Delia, sorry, made, made Hermione her MVP for keeping that deserved I told you so eye roll and groan to herself. True. Um, and then Amani made it Hermione MVP for being the only one with goddamn sense in the time room because it's lit and I need that show and literally telling Harry to stop doing the thing. Yep. Let's talk about the time. Can we talk about the time room? That shit was amazing. The time room? The time room. Is that the name of our show? No. Okay. It's just but it's in there. Unspeakable. It's just, yeah. The unspeakable. The unspeakable. Little... Floaty letters. Um, I think in the next chapter, even though it's like sad, I think we get the space room too. Fuck the next chapter. Yeah, but the space room is in there, so that's cool. Um, bench. Who did you bench? Harry, motherfucking Potter. Just yeah, reckless. It's, it's unanimous. Just, just, just stop. Yeah. Take a minute. Basically, take a breath. Just stop. Stop talking. Stop breathing. Really just stop. stop. Just stop, basically. Yeah. Um, Delia benches Harry the most out-of-pocket Potter. Um, Amani benches Harry for ignoring Hermione and doing the thing. Um, Portia benches Harry dumb-dumb Potter, Potter for making bad decisions and bringing everyone down with him, especially after being proven wrong. Just admit you're wrong, idiot. Then move on. All of these are, are facts. I too binged Harry Potter. You know, it's like um, really annoying. Sure. There, I mean, there's so many annoying what? things. But so Harry sticks his face in unknown magic, gets kicked out of occlumency, which was the one thing that Dumbledore told him to do. Almost stuck his mm-hmm. face in unknown magic and died which i mean i wish because that would have he wouldn't have called the death eaters and then sirius would have been like oh sad my poor godson but sirius would be alive and so that would be great um damn and then yells at people to walk down an aisle that is clearly empty after he has berated them for hours about how sirius is on the brink of death and Mm -hmm. only he can save him Mm-hmm. And then is like, you know what has always proven to be a good idea? Me touching magic, I don't understand. So let me pick up this goddamn yeah. prophecy. 
Yeah. My name's on it. Don't even know it's prophecy. It's just a glassy ball. My name's glassy on it, ball. So it's mine. Like he didn't need an excuse to pick up that ball because, like you know, other things that didn't have his name on it, he was like, "Well, let me help myself." But this time, he had an excuse. My name's Instead on of listening it. to his friends who were like, "Hey, you know, this isn't why we're here. Sirius isn't here. Maybe we'll just, you know, regroup and do something else." Instead, Harry's Let's like, "Check no, Grandma's I'm just place. Pick up this ball. We don't have much time. Mm-hmm. We're already expelled." Mm-hmm. Um, I wish Harry's name. No, 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 no. Nope. Well, thank you for listening. Next week, we will discuss chapter 35 of Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, Beyond the Veil. Who? Um, make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Join the conversation on Twitter at WeBlackAndNerds, hashtag WizardTeam. Um, check out our website at blackgirlscreate.org. And we'll talk to you next week. Who? You? Someone. Not me. I will be there. I'll definitely be there. I won't. So.